Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. So here's the thing. (laughs) This is a little bit of a different looking podcast episode if you're watching the video version of this. Typically... I have my little fishies in the background, and it's like an aquarium, but uh, here's what happened. So, this is my tripod. So, this was my tripod. It has been broken for a day now, and this was a tripod that I, I literally relied on for everything in my content creation journey. And it and and the top thing snapped off snapped off today. The thing that connects to your phone literally just said sayonara and died. <sighs> so now what we're gonna do is I'm gonna lay on the floor and and this is gonna be the natural state of the podcast now. <laughs> I'm really going to miss um the aquarium background. I think it was really fun and felt very mysterious making y'all think that I lived in an aquarium or something. That was very fun. No, I don't live in an aquarium. If I did, I would be living and loving life. But instead, I'm on my floor. So, um oh, and another reason why we don't have that is because this is this is the crazy part. This is how I don't understand how I'm how like people actually watch my videos. I literally Okay, so I'd film in front of a green screen. Obviously, I wasn't at the aquarium, you silly willies. Um I I don't actually have a green screen. What I did was I went to the dollar store like a year ago and bought six pieces of green poster paper. <laughs> And just stuck it on my wall with scotch tape. And that's how it's been for a year now. And even in my setup in LA, that is how it is. It's six pieces of dollar store green paper. So I thought I'd give y'all a quick little fit check. Wait, there needs to be another term that's like fit check, but not fit check. Because that... Oh, I literally might throw up in my mouth and I'm laying down. So I will literally asphyxiate on my vomit and then die. And then this won't be the I Almost Died podcast. This will be the I Died podcast and it'll be the last episode. So um, let's call it a outfit examination. First off, we have my my slippers. They are um they are from Costco. My mom bought them for me. Second off, we have my sweatpants. These are 
my merch from like two years ago. Um, very comfy though, I must say. Uh, kind of random though. I can't remember what was going through my mind when I released these. I just really was obsessed with frogs. Like I was going through a frog phase. I was like, okay, we're gonna make merch with it. <laughs> and people keep asking me, like, uh, like clockwork, like clockwork. Once a week, I will get an email to my business email, and someone will be like, "Can you rest? Can you restock the merch of the frog sweat?" I'm like. <laughs> No, <laughs> like, like, I wish I, I don't know. It's just like old and fashion moves forward, baby. <laughs> Ew, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. I feel like I merch is so random and weird. It hasn't really crossed my mind to make more, but I feel like maybe that could be fun. So we'll see. I don't know. We will see. Anyways, so far away, so far away from the the main point, the topic of conversation for this podcast episode. <sighs> I guess me laying on the floor is kind of a metaphor for how life is going. And also what I'm about to tell you is also a metaphor for how life is going. I started playing Pokemon Go again. <laughs> So, it's almost like how you would imagine a, a scary person would introduce drugs to you, okay? How they would, like, teach it in schools. So, you're, uh, imagine this, you're you're just going about your daily life, and you, you come across an individual who's like, hey, hey, small child. Do you want drug? But in this case, it's Pokemon Go. And in that in this situation, I'm the small child. And so I had a friend of a friend be like, hey, there's a Ryachu raid going on. And I the last time I even remotely touched Pokemon Go was in 2016 when I was 16 years old. That is like eons ago like literally i i barely could even remember what pokemon go felt like i remember it brought me a lot of happiness and joy but i was like um what what like what language are you speaking and he's like oh i'm just playing pokemon go i was like oh people are still out here playing pokemon go and i was really bored that day i can't remember why but i was like you know what like Maybe I'm just gonna maybe I'll inter maybe I'll humor him and I'll download Pokemon Go. So I downloaded it, didn't open it for about two days, just kinda let it go under the radar. And then one day we were out, I think we just came back from a restaurant. It was like a group of us. And I was like, okay. I see he's playing Pokemon Go. I'll play Pokemon Go. So I opened it up and right off the bat, right off the bat, very confusing. I couldn't remember anything. I really didn't understand what was going on. It, it was like, maybe you can relate to this. Like when there, when like a game that you played as a kid that has been updated and like you play it for the first time in like years, how alarming and confusing it is. Like I remember Pokemon Go when it was like, just you throw balls at a little Pokemon. There was like three Pokemon you could freaking catch and and like that was it now 
Mamas, there is like side quests and boss battles and all this stuff that was never there before. Literally not in existence. And so I was very confused. I was like, okay, I'm overwhelmed. So I just closed it. And then a few days later, this is how addiction starts, okay? The repetitive, I don't know. I don't know how it starts, but I feel like this. Anyways, I I opened it up. And this was a few days after me opening it up, which was a few days after me downloading it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to play it. So... It honestly, I don't even know. It's a blur at this point. But it was two weeks had passed, and I couldn't go outside with opening without opening Pokemon Go as we were going in the car, spinning the Pokestops like a little brainless monkey controlled by a robot, like a little science experiment, just completely controlled by Pokemon Go. And it was like two weeks later, and I took a step back and I was like, oh my, how did I get this bad? Like, where did this addiction come from? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to drop it. I'm going to drop Pokemon Go. Like, it's 2021. I'm now an adult. I have way too many responsibilities. I can't be just... Which, by the way, let me take a quick sidetrack, which maybe we'll get into later into the episode. But I just said, like, I'm an adult. I can't be playing Pokemon Go. That's, like, actually not true. Because you look at... If you've ever been to, like, a Pokemon Go raid, which is where, like, they'll have a Pokemon that's really rare, and everyone has to, like, gather, usually in person, to, like, catch it, and you can kind of see the other Pokemon Go players, they're, like, in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. This is something that I never expected, ever, with Pokemon Go. And this was, like, a thing in 2016 as well. Like, me and my friends, we would go to, like, a like a Pokemon Go raid, and we would literally be... I literally saw my teachers there. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? Like, why are y'all here? So that's maybe, like, I don't want to be ageist or anything. Like, if, at whatever age, whatever makes you happy, go ahead. I just, I just think me personally... Me personally... Don't get this twisted. Me personally, if I'm age... 25 and above and playing pokemon go i want you to go to the hertz car rental pick the cheapest car run me over with it full speed 200 miles per hour like obliterate me and then you can like take my credit card and like pay for the rental car like that's not even a problem but like (laughs) i can't i can't so i'm like okay i'm 21 like i can't be playing pokemon go I have too much stuff to do. I have too many responsibilities. But so I was like, I'm going to drop it. I'm going to quit it. And then came around this thing called Pokemon Go Fest. This was about a, a week ago. And it was literally the most exciting moment of my life over the past like two years. <laughs> uh, 
It was basically two days of just nonstop, like you're getting every rare Pokemon that your heart has ever desired. We're talking like like Pokemon that would be so hard to catch in the wild. And and not only that, they're giving you like these raid passes. So unlimited raid passes, you can just go catch all these mega rare Pokemon that you want in these like exciting battles. And in addition to that, Everyone and their mother started playing Pokemon Go again. Like, I crap you not, I went through my Snapchat story, and the most random people were just coming out of the woodwork like cockroaches, being like, playing Pokemon Go! I'm like, no. (laughs) No, I was so close to kicking it. I was literally so close to abandoning it and living a happy life. A happy, joyous life, and and, and I couldn't. Because I was sucked back in. <laughs> so, like, throughout these... this, uh, Listen. I get, like, motion sick or, like, phone sick. Like, if I'm on my phone and my screen time is over 12 hours, if I've just been on my phone for 12 hours throughout the day, just looking at my phone, I will, like, get actually nauseous and want to throw up. And not only that, I was in the car and we were driving around to these stupid raid battles... And it it was just never ending. It really was never ending for these two days. And I was like, like, oh my god. I I I crap you not literally maybe 14 hours of Pokemon Go in one day. It was like actually psychotic. So So now where I'm at with Pokemon Go is I still play it. I went for a run. I went for a run today. Ran three kilometers, which is very out of character for me. And I literally only ran it so that I could, like, hatch my stupid little eggs to get my stupid little Pokemon on stupid Pokemon Go. And I'm telling you all this because, I like, part of the recovery process for me, I think, is I need to shame myself. I need it to be public knowledge out there that Ben of the Week is a Pokemon Go player, that he is a 21-year-old who is playing Pokemon Go, and not only that, he's, like, addicted to Pokemon Go. A literal game about catching digital things. And here's the other thing that I need to shame myself about. I think since I've picked it up in, like, the last month... I've spent probably $60 on Pokemon Go. (laughs) And it's not, like, it's not, listen, if you like Pokemon and you buy a Pokemon game, you spend $60 on, say, a Pokemon game, like, that's good. Because, you know what, that's, like, a fun game, you're getting something out of it, like, I don't know, it's, like, a game. Or if you buy, like, other Pokemon merchandise, like a cool Pokemon hoodie, cool that's so cool like i'm proud of you i literally spent it on like getting in-game items i i like (laughs) in-game items so like reviving my pokemons after battle like buying pokeballs so i can catch more pokemon things like that is what i spent my real life money on (sighs) so we're gonna get it get this is the i almost died podcast obviously we're gonna get into um an actual near-death experience um from pokemon go stemming directly from pokemon go 
right after this quick break, which we're going to get to because I just spent $60 on Pokemon and I feel horrible that my bank account is $60 short because of Pokemon Go. So <laughs> now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> okay. Hello. Hello and welcome back. So I just mentioned how I recently have dis- developed a Pokemon Go addiction despite literally kicking it in 2016 somehow it's back i want to talk about a chronicle a tale or actually a few tales from 2016 when i was really into pokemon go that literally like led to me nearly dying now listen y'all i really have bad memory it's really bad i don't know what it's from but maybe Listen, we're on episode, what, 23 of the I Must Have podcast. Maybe I've told this story. I don't think I've ever made a full episode on it, but maybe I've like just said it briefly in passing about what happened in this situation. So, <laughs> this was Pokemon Go summer, okay? L- like, wild Pokemon Go summer. If you were alive for it and you remember it, you remember the hype and the fun This was unlike any other summer. People were out in the streets. This was the opposite of, like, quarantine summer. Because, like, there was an abnormal amount of people just out and about in parks and stuff. Catching Pokemon, living their lives. It was very exciting. And this is when I feel no shame in saying I played Pokemon Go. Because, like, everyone was playing it. And it was a fun outdoor activity and it was like bringing so many people together too like that was the crazy part that's why pokemon go then and pokemon go now are very different things because pokemon go now is very much me just walking laps around my neighborhood to hatch my eggs and catch these stupid pokemon whereas pokemon go summer was like everyone gathering their grandmas and aunties and going out for a walk in the park And it was like a fun time. It was like intergenerational sharing of love for Pokemon. And it was really wholesome. So I had like my group of friends that where we were like, I had a car. So we we all had a car. Why am I saying I had a car? I'm I'm not special. I'm nothing special. I'm laying on the floor talking into a microphone connected to my iPad. Like what? Anyways, um, it was like my group and we would go catch pokemon like a few times a week it was like so fun literally my favorite part of the week hold on i need water like i don't know what if it's like laying on the floor that is like making my mouth dry love that i just spilled this all over me i'm really sorry i just drank that water like ipad kid i like gulped it like i just ran outside anyways (laughs) um so there was one night where listen we never really play pokemon go at night one reason being like i had a i literally had to be home so early as a kid i maybe i'll get into this in in another episode but basically like my dad literally had a tracker on my phone and like i wasn't allowed like out past like sunset and stuff until i was like out of like 17 so we we never like really went out like out at night playing pokemon go but one one night we did i can't remember if i just like broke the rules or i like asked my dad if i could stay out longer or something but we were out 
and just driving around. And I think there was this gym that we wanted to take. It was like by my friend's house. But the thing was, it was in a cemetery. (laughs) Which is already a little bit sus. A little sus alert there. And so we, we, we drove to the cemetery and we were sitting around like catching not catching what am i saying we were battling this gym and it was like a fat gym like there was like some group of 30 year olds in the town they grew up in that literally just grinded pokemon go so damn much i literally don't know how they did it i think like maybe their wives like left them or something or like their children like i don't know like what's the word when like people like break away from their parents and go like become legal adults because they're like just like the parents are just that negligent like i think though that that was these people because these pokemon go players i think i saw them once at a gym battle they were literally like 40 and i i had seen them at this is why i think they're insane i had seen them at all hours of the day playing pokemon go so like multiple times i had just seen them like at 8 a.m. when I was, like, going to school and they were, like, at the gym by my school. Like, I wasn't even playing. I was just witnessing them and I noticed them. Like, 8 a.m. and they'd be playing Pokemon Go. 9 p.m. Same people would also be at a gym. Like, nearby um, the Taco Bell that I love, they would be at that gym, too. So, these people, like, I literally don't know, like, if they have jobs they have to they have to be paying for their pokemon to go addiction somehow like they were like level 45 you don't get that level unless you're like literally spending like a hundred dollars a month on pokemon go so um anyways why did i mention oh they were the owner or they had pokemons in this gym that we really wanted to battle and it was kind of like a like we wanted to spite them and be like listen move over sweaties we're the kings of pokemon go in this tiny little town. So we battled the gym and we freaking won and we put our Pokemon in and we're feeling like such baddies. So we we left the cemetery and it was like pitch black at this point. And we get into my car, which actually wasn't my car at the t- time. Like if y'all have seen my most recent like video where I like did a makeover of my car, this is different. I used to have like a minivan, like this $800 minivan that like was passed down to me. And it was, it. I called it Bertha. She was kind of iconic. Anyways, we were about to drive home. I was going to like drop everyone off. And I noticed that there was this truck. <laughs> there was this truck that was like parked like alongside the road by the cemetery. And when we left, it started and the lights turned on. And as we drove away, it literally did a Yui, like a U-turn, and started following us. And we're like, <laughs> what is that about? So, <laughs> um, so all of a sudden there's this pickup truck following us. And I didn't make much of it at first. I think I literally made a joke about it. I was like, guys, we're getting stopped. <laughs> and then Four turns later, I realized this truck was still following us. And I was like, oh, 
Now, this had happened to me before in a different circumstance. This wasn't, uh, the, is that audio still recording? Yup, let's go, baby. Uh, this wasn't Pokemon Go related, but I was like out at night with my friends in the car and we had someone in a pickup truck stalking us. So I, this was after that. And so I felt very scared and I, I was like, okay, like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And like all my friends were kind of useless. They were also, they were just panicking. They're like, oh my God, like he's going to like in, in moments of stress, I'm not a good person to be leading the situation, but here I was. So I was like, okay, this van, Miss Bertha doesn't go very fast, but maybe if we make enough erratic turns and like go to like enough like stoplights, like we'll be able to lose him. So we were in this residential area at this point, and I was like, okay, I'm literally just taking the most random turns, not using my turn signal, which is very dangerous, but listen, I had to do what I had to do. And so I was like, just like, I'd be going straight, and I just like crank the wheel, and we'd all be in the car like, ah, like flying to the side. And I was just like cranking it so that like we could try and lose him. And a few times it slowed him down a bit. Like, why am I saying, hmm? Crazy psycho killers can be any gender. Why am I assuming it's a man? Anyways, so, like, I was just, like, cranking into the side. And eventually we got to this this light. And it was, like, red far before I was even near it. But I was like, y'all, we are not dying and having our tombstone say died while playing Pokemon Go. Absolutely not. I hit the gas and Bertha flew through that red light. And I, I don't think I got a ticket. I think I, like... I think I went, I think I went so fast the camera couldn't pick me up. And this man was stuck. He was stuck at the light. He didn't even want to try it. But here we were in Bertha flying through the light. And then I was so paranoid after that. We literally took like 20 different turns, stayed at a Walmart parking lot for like 30 minutes. And then I dropped everyone off. But it was so scary, like literally so scary. And it makes me think, because I just had this conversation with my new Pokemon Go friends now, that, like, because they were, one of them mentioned, like, oh, Pokemon Go should have a feature where, like, you can communicate with other players. Absolutely not. Absolutely freaking not. Pokemon Go is maybe one of a handful of apps, I guess probably TikTok, where you have adults and children interacting far too closely. And if there was a chatting option absolutely not that would be a disaster the amount of people that would get groomed from that no 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 it already like i i literally saw something once too at a pokemon go raid where like there was this group of like little kids playing and this old man like 40 50 by himself went over to these children and like started talking to them he's like hey, what kind of Pokemon do you have? I was like, no, this can't be happening. Uh-uh-uh. And I, like, kind of got my friend's attention. And so we, like, went over, like, to try and make, like, a physical barricade. Like, we um, we were, like, all kind of in a circle battling this, like, raid. And we just, like, went in between him before he could, like, really get close to the kids. Because, like, listen, like, there's just... That's, like, I think the fatal flaw about Pokemon and something that I never realized is, like, there was people that, like, have been with Pokemon since they were kids and, like, I don't know when it started, like, the 70s and then there's, like, this new generation of people that, like, started playing, like, when they were young, like me. So, 
that is just, it, I was so scared for these kids. I was like, no, like y'all are like this man. Mm-mm, I don't know what his intentions are, but there's there's no need for this 50 year old man to be talking about Pokemons with literal. I think they're like 12, 12 or 13. So um, that is also scary. Um, I just feel like Pokemon Go has the potential to be very dangerous. But thankfully, I never got groomed on Pokemon Go. Love getting a low battery notification. Anyways. <laughs> um, anyways, I'm still playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> I can't. I need to drop it. Like, here's the thing with me. When it comes to video games, I, I get so addicted if there's any sort of, like, achievements or challenges and, like, unlockable things like that. And it literally goes against, like, every fiber of my being. Because I know deep down, like, these games have no real value. Maybe they did, like, in 2016 when there was, like, a whole community and it was, like, hanging out with friends. But me literally walking by myself just to catch Pokemon is, there's no value to that. It doesn't, it just does not need to be happening. So, like, that's, like, how I get addicted to things, is if it's, like, something, like, like, achievements. Like, that is so bad for me. That's why I love playing on Nintendo Switch, because there's never any achievements or anything like Xbox or PlayStation or PC gaming. It's literally just, like, you play it, and hopefully you have fun, and if you don't, you just never play it again. Like, me with, me with Animal Crossing, I'm so sorry to the Animal Crossing girlies, but once I've finished, all, like, all the main challenges and stuff and built my house, I literally haven't picked that up in a year. That's embarrassing. Anyways, um, <laughs> Pokemon Go. What a strange thing, but what a brilliant game. Like, I'm really just sharding all over it, but, like, there really was no game like that and has, hasn't really been any game since then that has had, like, such an effect on, like, society. And it's, like, just because it was so, like, different. Like, there's never been a game that's blended, like, the real world and the digital world as pokemon go did and i have to give them credit to that kind of amazing how they did that so anyways <laughs> thank you so much for um watching another episode of the i must died podcast my um my my instagram twitter and youtube is all ben of the week uh, make sure you tweet me your near-death stories on twitter using the hashtag i almost died podcast yeah, that's a hashtag. I literally forgot for a second. <laughs> uh, tweet me your uh, stories. I'm going to do another um, episode where I read your guys' responses very soon. <gasps> I thought there was a giant salamander on my roof, but it was just like, I don't know, like a, a scuff or something. That's going to be so much. Anyways, I will see you all next Wednesday. Take care. Love you so much. Uh, if you're listening to this, um, you can watch YouTube. You can watch the video version on YouTube. The I Am a Side podcast. Just search that up. Or if you're watching the video version, you can stream this on any platform. Um, I have to get up now. Oh, that's so. Ugh. Oh my God. Okay. I love you so much. Take care. Been of the week. It's Jay.